This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 819. How is the New York accent perceived in the U.S.? Welcome to the All Ears English Podcast, downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. And to get your transcripts delivered by email every week, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Want a cup of coffee? Today, find out what the unique qualities are of the New York accent, what people think when you use it, and how it affects your success in life. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Michelle, how you doing? Hey, Lindsay, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm feeling good. It's the middle of the week. It's a little rainy here today in Boston, but hey, rain happens. <laughs> That's right. There's nothing you can do about it. But, There's nothing uh, you can do. Yeah, it was pretty rainy yesterday, and yeah, yeah. Um, but that's all right. That's all right. Today, actually, here the sun is shining. Yeah, so are I, you? I hope it comes to you. Okay, are you down in Maryland now for? I am enjoy with your family. That's so cool. Yeah, I'm in Maryland now, and um, yeah, so looking forward to my time here, and awesome. uh, it should be fun. Cool. That's awesome. So I want to start today, Michelle, by thanking our listeners who reviewed us in iTunes. So I want to say thank you so much to Lonar Cataly from the USA, Alexis Blanco, DJ Big Time from Germany. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Ooh. And we have Sir Kumsali from Turkey, Kadir 2000 from Turkey also, Rafael Dagaz from Brazil, Selal Bey from Turkey, Alex Vasquez too from Dominican Republic, Mameg from Canada. And it's great from USA. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I like those names. Okay, awesome. Well, thank you guys so much. It really means a lot to us that you review us. Yeah, it keeps us motivated. These come in once a week and we see them and I send them to Michelle and I just say, well, I'm so grateful. I'm so thankful that we can publish this podcast and help you guys that it's actually helping. So cool. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We love it. So keep them coming. Keep them coming. And guys, remember, make sure right now, if you are not subscribed in your podcast player to our podcast, go over and hit subscribe to make sure you are always in touch with us. That is the most important thing that you can do today. Hit subscribe on your podcast player. Okay. So Michelle, I have an interesting question for you today. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. So you live in New York, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how long have you been there? Uh, like seven years. You've been there a long time, right? So, yeah. Yeah. So do you think that New Yorkers speak differently from people in other parts of the U.S., like California or the Midwest? 
Yeah, sure. I mean, it's, it's definitely different. I mean, the regional, regional accents and, you know, how people speak is, you know, I mean, it's a big country, right? So it makes sense that we have a lot of different, a lot of different styles of speaking. Also, both of my parents are from New York. They um, are? Oh. So I grew, I, I grew up with, uh, like the New York accent. You did? <laughs> and I'm surprised you didn't take it on as much yourself. That's so funny. Or do sometimes you when I'm angry, sometimes when, when I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting that you just said that though, because yeah. that ties in with what we're talking about today. When you're angry, you use the New York accent. So do you think that the New York accent is more about a big city accent or more about New York itself? Oh, that's a good uh, that's an interesting question. I think it's about New York itself. I mean, like, you know, there's uh, I mean, I'm thinking about Boston, right? Like Boston mm-hmm. has its own accent as well. And like, yeah, it's just about the place itself. It's just about the place. And I find this so interesting. So on our Boston weekend, guys, our Boston adventure in August, we had our students, our eight lucky listeners, you guys listen, we watched the movie Goodwill Hunting before you came, right? And then we talked about the story of the boy of Will, but we also talked with the natives about the concept of attitudes toward accents, right? For example, the Boston accent, what does it sound like? Michelle, do you have any idea like what the characteristics are? Yeah. Park the car in Harvard Yard. Yep, yeah. that's the famous, <laughs> the famous line. <laughs> exactly. And if you guys know the movie Goodwill Hunting, if you don't, go watch it now. It's really good. And it's a 90s movie. So it still is kind of like, I don't know, it has elements that are just so sweet and kind of innocent from the 90s, which I love. Um, so I, because you watched that for, you know, the adventure, yeah. um, I was inspired to watch it and I cried at the end. <laughs> Did you, does anybody else cry? I mean, I'm not giving away anything that happens, but can you understand why someone would cry? Of course I can. I cried too, Michelle. You and I were both sentimental people. Yes. But I can see, I can see you crying in that. (laughs) Because Dan made fun of me and it's so sad. I know. He was like, Oh, like I started to tear up and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm (laughs) crying. And he was like, he was like, why are you crying? I'm like, it's an emotional movie. Yeah. <laughs> and no. he was just, he like couldn't understand. It was so funny. And then I was like, you're ruining my cry right now. Stop <laughs> asking me questions. That's so funny. No, it's emotional, right? It's the story of I this boy. I feel better that you cried. Yeah. Yeah. The story of this boy from Boston who was, who grew up as a foster kid. Um, but he was a genius. And so he was kind of thrown around in foster families, literally physically abused, like cigarettes put out on his arm and hit and beaten by his foster parents throughout his childhood and he was a genius like he could read a book like a huge thousand page book and got I don't know half an hour he could remember everything so the book is about him like becoming a little more emotionally mature and figuring himself out I yeah. think it was an you excellent know. movie excellent excellent movie so watch it guys but they highlight that accent in the movie right pack the cat and the have it yacht I have a horrible I can't do it I, I live here in Cambridge and I don't hear that accent very much but it's strong in Southie which is a mm. part of Boston so in this movie when Will and his buddies they walk into a fancy bar in Harvard in the Harvard area with a bunch of wealthy students he was automatically pegged as being stupid because of that accent right mm. but Michelle do you remember what happened in that scene um, yeah, he, um, he ended up like showing off. Um, he was, it was somebody was talking to him maybe from Harvard or something yeah, totally. and uh, trying to hit on a girl. And he ended up showing off that he was really smart, really smart, like genius. Yeah. Right. So he completely made the guy look, the Harvard guy look like a fool. 
and made him look stupid. Um, and I love that scene. I think that is the scene that gives me shivers in the movie. The yeah, bar scene. And- Oh, a lot of them. A lot of it, it was. It was really the last line in the movie. I don't know if you remember, but that's that's what got me. What's the last line? Well, maybe we shouldn't I, give it. I don't want to say listeners. it. Well, yeah, I'll yeah. talk to you later. <laughs> so, guys, watch the movie and then we can yeah, talk. Watch yeah. Line. yeah, then we can talk. So today's episode, guys, is about accents, right? It's about accents and attitudes and impressions, like the way you come off to the world based on your accent, right? So I was right. browsing around the New York Times yesterday, and I found an article by Deborah Tannen who's a sociolinguist. I remember studying her in college. Um, and so her title of the article was How a New York Accent Can Help You Get Ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, Michelle, you read the article, right? I did. I did. Yeah. Um, did anything stand out to you in your mind? Well, uh, really, um, what it what stands out to me is this idea of being very direct. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's like the kind of the biggest piece of it um, yeah. is not being uh, not being afraid to speak and just be and New Yorkers, I think, are very direct. And I think in some ways that can help you really get places in in a funny way. Yeah, so it's co- exactly so it's kind of a communicate a combination of like a communication style and right. physically the way they create the words that seems to have this like impression around the U.S. that people maybe respect them more. So let's get into it a bit more, Michelle. So who are the two people that were highlighted in that article as being New Yorkers with New York accents? Um, It was Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump. Yeah. (laughs) I guess they both grew up in New York from childhood. I think Donald Trump grew up in Queens and I think Bernie Sanders grew up in New York. Do you know? Do you know for sure? I want to say Bernie Sanders is Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn. That's what I meant. That's, isn't that what yeah. I said? Did I say Brooklyn? You said New York. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I meant Brooklyn. <laughs> Sorry. Brooklyn is New York City, by the way. Don't get that wrong, guys. It always bugs me when that's people a, think Oh, that. I know. I know. I know what you mean. <laughs> it's so annoying. Everyone thinks that Manhattan is New York City and everything else. Brooklyn, Queens is not New York City. Actually, the five boroughs is New York City, guys, right? Right. So, but to, yeah, guys, but to be more specific, yeah. So, but in this, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I think Trump is Queens and yeah, Bernie is definitely Brooklyn. Okay. We got that. <laughs> it's a little early this morning, right, Michelle? <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're getting there. I'm drinking my coffee. Me too. I've got a nice <laughs> cup here. So, <laughs> yeah. okay. So then, so the article talks about how Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump present this um, kind of strong communication style, which makes people listen to them and respect them a little bit more. But what exactly, it's not just about the way they deliver the words, it's about the actual formation of the words, right? So, so what are the characteristics of that New York accent, Michelle? Okay, well, they, they're, the R's are dropped, like similar to Boston, Exactly. Okay, so like instead of like for example, um, I was in the car with my with my dad last night, and I was yeah. just listening because I I you know because I'm a nerd about this stuff, of course. Like sure, how you are out. too, yep. Lindsay. Nerding out, yeah. <laughs> and I was just listening to him, and I was noticing, yeah, that he drops his R's, um, sp- often at the ends of words, like a million dollars or something. Oh, like that, that's right? so interesting. So it's 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 like a dropping of the R's, but in a different place than in Boston. Yeah, Maybe. I mean, they do. Uh, I think it's often at the end of the words. It might be somewhere, sometimes in other places, but I'm not, I notice it mostly at the end of words, but I'd have to, I'll listen okay. to more and get back to you. We should have your dad on the show sometime. Yeah. I think that would be so cool. That would be so <laughs> cool. I want to get more accents on the show. But anyway, so, okay, that's the first thing, dropping ours and often at the end of the word. What's another thing they do? Coffee. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's so a famous. very famous one. Yeah, yeah. Coffee. Um, so instead, instead of, of coffee. Coffee. They say coffee. Coffee. Yeah. And you know right away when someone says this, they are from New York City, meaning they were born, bred, raised in New York City. Right? Right, right, yeah. right. Exactly. Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then there's another interesting one and with regarding the pronunciation of T and D. What's that? Mm. So it's, it's said that it's pronounced in the teeth rather than the alveolar ridge. So, Lindsay, mm. can do you know? Yeah. Well, well yeah. I, I was trying to figure out what this is exactly. I think I think it means uh, when you say like the, for example, the name Tim, more like a dim, dim, like a d, like a harder D right, as opposed right, to right. Tim. Tim, mm-hmm. right? To do it, to do it, do it, as opposed to do it. I'm, I'm horrible. We have to have a I'm guest like- on the show. I'm doing a really bad job of creating this accent. But guys, oh my god, I love it. Well, that's the assignment that we'll give to our <laughs> listeners to go and try to figure out what we mean by the T and the oh D. But to me, it feels a little rougher the way they. That's going to make me laugh all day. Just, I'm, I'm just thinking of you going do it, do it, do it. <laughs> Or you guys could watch movies and you could see yeah. this, right? You could totally, totally see that T and D pronunciation in movies. I love it. I love it. So funny. So funny. Yeah. Like I said, let's get your dad on the show. Let's get yeah. your mom on the show. Let's get some real New Yorkers on the show and we'll hear that accent. It'll become very clear. Yep. That's it. right. So <clears throat> Michelle, it's not just the accent, right? It's also the style of speaking. So what did Tannen say that New Yorkers do? That they're a little bit more combative and direct, right? Because um, she said that um, we, the New Yorkers, I was going to say we, but I'm not that, <laughs> speak over one another. Mm, yeah, exactly. And we can see this in both Trump and Sanders. They have this like blunt in your face, don't care who they offend attitude, right? Um, and I always wonder, you know, is it the accent that people step into um, like because they're in the city, they feel like they can be more combative or is it just like being from that city? They've grown up that way that creates the attitude. Like, you know, if we have a transplant, like I lived there for three years. Um, I, I noticed when I moved to Boston that people use more of the upward, uh, like ending with a question, especially women. And that was weird to me when I first moved to Boston. I was like, why are people doing that? If it sounds weak. Mm. moving uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's kind of like which came first the chicken or the egg like does your mm-hmm. yeah i mean i mean i think that there's kind of this gr- i i don't think that as a transplant you can quite develop no, it in no the way. same way like no way you know you yeah i think it's different i mean i have a I have a lot of family from new york and um yeah so i mean some of the, some of this article was um resonated with me in that way of mm. being of being direct when you speak but i i want to make sure that it doesn't sound like oh that it's mean oh you know what i mean like <laughs> you know it's not it's it's there's a i think it's done in a certain way i mean of course everybody is different but i don't know um yeah it's an interesting it's an interesting discussion yeah, no, that's a good point, Michelle. So we're not saying that New Yorkers are mean. It's just a different way of communicating your point, yeah. right? 
Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. Um, yeah, I like that. I like that. That's important to note. It's really, it's about people's personality, whether they're mean or not, but it's about a style of communicating where we live. Absolutely. Yeah. So these, so those are two different things. So I, I sometimes have students that they say, some, some students say, Oh my gosh, New York. Wow. I'm so surprised New Yorkers are, are so friendly. And some of them say, Oh, they're not nice. It's just so interesting. Like this, you know, idea of the New York personality. So yeah, the personality and the communication style is different. So if a New Yorker, maybe, maybe you're maybe a little intimidated. If you're talking to a New Yorker, it's really not about their personality. It's more just the communication style. You know, mm. that's just how it is. So try not to mix it up and get to get nervous. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And sometimes it's a refreshing communication style. There's no BS, right? There's no yeah. BS. It's just like they're direct. They tell it like it is. They're famous for this. And that's always famously contrasted with LA. A lot of people say that LA is more fake and people will talk around things and not give you the truth. But in New York, you will get the truth. <laughs> Right, 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 for sure. Um, and in the article, Tannen contrasted the Trump and Sanders accent with Hillary Clinton, for example, right? And um, they called her accent Chicago light. And she okay. also, right, Chicago light, which I've never right. noticed a Chicago hint in her accent, but maybe she has it. And then she, she said Jeb Bush has a rich Eastern Texas transplant mixed with New England preppy because the Bush family is from Connecticut, um, New England preppy. So, I mean, what's the point here, Michelle? What's what what are what's interesting about this whole conversation? Um, yeah, that accents and the way we speak, our communication style, can really you know have an impact on what people think about us, right? So mm-hmm. how how smart they think we are, how nice or not nice they think we are, and um, yeah, it just, it can have an impact whether it's true or not. Yeah, no, true. And it doesn't necessarily speak to our actual qualifications, right? I mean, Trump could speak all day in this brazen style, but he's obviously not more qualified than Hillary Clinton. Like, I think that's pretty, like, in terms of his political past, he's just not, right? He doesn't have the same experience. So, but it's kind of interesting, like, the way that an accent can create that impression. Like, what's the impression we give off to the world? I also think that gender is a piece that's missing here in this conversation. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I'm trying to think of like some New York. What, um, yeah, I gotta, I gotta pay attention to that. I'm gonna pay attention to New York men and New York women. I mean, I have right away my mom and my dad, but that's, um, mm. they haven't been in New York for, for a while, but, uh, I don't know. I'm thinking about my grandma. Um, mm. she, she was not originally from New York, but she moved when she was very well, young and she was certainly, had that direct communication style. <laughs> she was so she was so funny, but um, mm. yeah. So I don't know. I'm not sure if it's a gender thing or or not. But that's an mm. interesting question. Yeah, I know that this this writer Deborah Tannen has done a lot of work on gender and communication, but she just didn't cite it today in this article. This was about New York, the just the New York accent, the communication sure. style. So sure, yeah. So Michelle, what is the takeaway for our listeners today? What should they do with this episode? Okay, well, you know, to think about it, you know, what are the different um, accents and different regions and neighborhoods and in, in your city and your country, right? And think about what are you, how do you feel about towards them, right? And so in in the Boston adventure, you're really going to get a chance to hear these accents, right, Lindsay? 
Yeah, exactly. So we had two of the native speakers in the first adventure. Guys, the activities tend to vary between the program date. So it's never a guarantee of exactly what we're going to do. But just to give you some hints of what we did last time, we had two native speakers who demonstrated the Boston accent. And one one of them, Carol, was from just kind of outside of Boston. So it had a different uh, t- twist to it. And Will was from like, I think a Southern neighborhood in Boston. So he had a very thick, like Boston, Boston accent. So that was so cool. So cool. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, really, really interesting stuff. And there's, there's so much that you can talk about with accents. So, um, yeah, keep an, keep an ear out guys. Exactly. Keep an ear out. That's what you should should do. And you guys can come back to our blog, 619, uh, sorry, 819 and let us know the different accents in your city, your region, and what the attitudes are towards those accents, right? That's what it's all about. I love reflecting on this topic. It's so useful and interesting. Love it. Um, and if you guys haven't registered or applied yet for the Boston Adventure, October 19th to the 22nd, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash Boston because it's coming up, but we do still have some spots available. So go and register. It's not too late. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash Boston. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thanks for bringing this article, Lindsay. Really interesting. Yeah. Good stuff, Michelle. Talk to you soon and invite your dad on the podcast. (laughs) I will. I will. Okay, Lindsay. Have a good day. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to All Ears English. And if you need a seven or higher on your IELTS exam to achieve your life vision, then our insider method can get you there. Start with our free video series masterclass. Get video one now at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then subscribe to our show on your phone or on your computer. See you next time.